So I took a shit that morning, went to work, came home that afternoon and went to go to the bathroom again and realized that the toilet didn't flush, thinking that I just didn't hold it down long enough. Flushed it again and it started filling up with water as my little poop's still in the toilet. And I stepped back, scared for my life and didn't know what to do. And so I just started taking the toilet apart like a plumber. And luckily for me, it stopped right at the rim of the toilet bowl. Welcome to the Stigma Podcast, or I guess it's just Stigma Podcast. Should we call it The Stigma? That's what's in the email. Because <laughs> Stigma Podcast was taken. Let's just go with Stigma Podcast for now, but I guess if people want to refer to us as The Stigma Podcast, then that's... <laughs> Fine, yeah. That's okay. TSP, or just SP. <laughs> so, today... We are talking about a, um, I guess, an uncomfortable topic for a lot of people. Or maybe not. Some people are very open yep. about pooping. Poops. <laughs> well, other people are pretty reserved about their poops. Felix is laying out in the rain. My German Shepherd, Felix, is laying out in the rain. Perfect. Be nice and cool. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. Um, so, we want to start out with just a little bit of history on pooping, which is pretty self-explanatory considering people have pooped since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. And then kind of go into the stigma around that. Um, specifically, how pooping is a dirty and unsanitary and terrible thing to do as a woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, how are you today, Courtney? I'm just wonderful. Um, I'm doing wonderful. Yep. We went to the farmer's market this morning. Mm-hmm. We went to Ikea. Mm-hmm. You were there for all of it. I was. <laughs> I was there for all of it. We saw some types. Um, the farmer's market is crazy it's here. It's really busy. It's very just stuffed full of people. I wanted to get a $10 bag of vegetables. Bag of vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, There's a really cool stall at this farmer's market that's always way too busy, but they provide a, like a potato bag size bag. Yeah. (laughs) I think it is a potato bag. Yeah. Potato bag. Yeah. And you just pay $10 and you get to stuff it as full as you possibly can with all of the vegetables. Yeah. But to be very clear, it's it's a potato bag that you buy at the grocery store oh, because yeah. I thought it was like a potato satchel, which is completely different. Oh, like yeah. this is like <laughs> like the old tiny potato, you know, that's yeah. made out of burlap. That's no, nope, just the plastic like five pound bags maybe. Yeah, I would say it's about five pound bags, which is yeah. a, it's a great deal. It especially is, especially if you're a veggie fiend. Yeah, I've been truly. eating really bad. Well, we all have this weekend. <laughs> this is so gross. Like, I've been just consuming fast food. I, I just feel like I haven't eaten a good home-cooked meal that just doesn't feel like shit, you know? Yeah. It's been... We've been eating out. Um, desserts. Donuts. Taco Bell. <laughs> 
<laughs> we haven't done so Which hot. I went on a streak after high school because in high school we ate Taco oh, Bell. Oh, we loved Taco Bell. We always got our bean burritos. And I don't, I have gap teeth and I'd always get beans stuck in my teeth. <laughs> and it was, oh, I, do I have beans stuck in my teeth right Do I? <laughs> Just Courtney, noticed. I literally just Why noticed it. Me? I just noticed it when you said it. <laughs> I always get, but this is this is my thing. Is that my mom? My mom is a Mexican mom. She makes refried beans all the time, and they never get stuck in my teeth. Only Taco Bell because I think they're made out of paper. Probably, I'm sure they're not high quality beans. <laughs> I promise, I just saw it, <laughs> and it's on the side, is so it? it's yeah. Like really, nobody oh, noticed I feel it. it. I feel it. <laughs> That's disgusting. Anyway, this is why I quit eating Taco Bell for a long time because the beans get stuck in my teeth. So, and Taco Bell, like our subject today, causes some people to need to poop. Yeah. Poop. 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 <laughs> yeah, it can make you a little uncomfortable. <laughs> That's um, for sure. Anyways, and so... That was our day today. I'm exhausted. My dogs kept me up all night, but we're going to talk about poop anyways. Um, Do you have anything you want to add before I go into the... No. I felt like you should start with the history, and then we'll go into some of this other stuff. The history of poops. Yep. Um, Like I said previously, people have been pooping since the beginning of time. Since people have walked on the face of this earth, whether it's you believe as a result of evolution or... The Adam and Eve. Eve. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve story. Um, But the way we poop has definitely changed throughout time. I feel like when people talk or think or, you know, we'll talk about poop, um, you hear the mention of way back in the ancient medieval, ancient Rome days, there were cesspits where people would go and dump their chamber pots or mm. their buckets of poop right. for the you know person who doesn't know what a chamber pot is. Um, but back in ancient Rome, they were next to the Tiber River. And I'm pulling this information from um, the library of the University of Alberta. Um, it's called The Disposal of Human Waste, a comparison between ancient Rome and medieval London by Craig Tyler. Um, it's a pretty short article. It's only about 20 pages long, and it's pretty, um, it's pretty straightforward about poop <laughs> or how they disposed <laughs> of poop. So the way they disposed of poop back then really is, it, when you think back to medieval ages, it really was a cesspit. It was just disgusting. The conditions were extremely unsanitary. People would, in ancient Rome, they had communal baths. So people mm-hmm. would bathe with the sick people, the healthy people. They would all just bathe in the same bath. Um, they'd also, it w- it's not really clear where they would poop exactly, but wherever they pooped, it all end up being thrown into the Tiber, Tiber River. And I think it's pronounced Tiber if I'm wrong, just Shoot us an email at the stigma podcast at gmail.com. Right. Um, So they would dump all of that into the Tiber River and it's all hoity doity. But the other thing, too, is that that's where they would get their water. Oh. (laughs) So um, certainly poop contaminates these. Yeah. You know, drinking water. It's it's not very, very good. Um, 
the other thing they did, much like in um, the medieval ages, is that they would fill chamber pots throughout the night, which chamber pots, like I said, was just a bucket of poop. It's like one of those metal buckets. Um, and then they would just, especially because in, in London during the medieval times, it was heavily, heavily populated. Mm -hmm. So people were living on top of each other, basically. Tenants living on the second floor would fill their chamber pots and then throw it out the window. So <laughs> if you happen to be passing by at the wrong time, you might end up with a just hair full of poop mm. and pee and mm. all of those wonderful flavors. Um, <laughs> and so... People didn't really take this stuff seriously. They would they would fill their chamber pots or latrines or whatever they were called, um, and go dump them. The point was to go dump them at the cesspool pits, cesspits where they were actually pits where these things could be disposed of. But a lot of them were lazy and they'd just poop out in the streets. We still have that today, actually, with homeless it's people. It's the truth, yeah. I may or may not have passed a human poop on the sidewalk before. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember that one time in L.A. when we were with Jill? Yeah. That homeless guy was pooping on the street. He was pooping, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's what you get with living in a downtown area. You just get the, the human poops. The human poops. So that homeless man subscribes to that medieval... Um, thinking of pooping out in public. Right. Um, and so, like I said, they didn't really take sanitary conditions seriously until the Black Death of 1349. I think that's when it first surfaced um, in, in Europe. And, of course, the Black Death was responsible for a third of the population dying. It ravaged communities. And although I'm not certain that the Black Death came directly as a result of people pooping in the streets because I'm pretty sure it came from fleas, a bacteria from fleas, the fleas bit the rats, the rats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe from like rat excrement. That's what, I'm not sure. It didn't, I'm not even going to try to <laughs> figure it out right now because that's all more complicated. But I think then people started taking sanitary conditions more seriously. Yeah, um, then after that, they started, um, creating public and private latrines. So then came the invention of running water, sewage systems to get rid of that poop in an appropriate way. And then nowadays we have, and this is a huge jump, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not an expert on this. I just want to give a little bit of background information. But now we have the invention of our sewage systems. Um, are you just, you just poop in a toilet and it goes away to very land yeah yeah it just disappears yeah so it's become very private um as a result of that of being more sanitary and getting rid of it more appropriate drink break <laughs> for blade okay buddy go away <laughs> do this afterwards <laughs> um oh what was i saying uh it all goes away today <laughs> Shit, I don't know. You listen so well. You <laughs> was listening. I got distracted. So, um, right. So it's it's all more private today because you yeah, know, we have our we have our private toilets. There used to be um, what are they called? Outbacks. Oh, like an outhouse. Outhouse. An outhouse. outback steakhouse. An outback steakhouse where you take all your shit. <laughs> um, that, outhouses were another way for us to deal with. 
getting rid of human excrement, mm-hmm. um, but those also, you know, didn't stay with the invention of indoor plumbing, basically. Right. Um, which I'm very happy for. I can't imagine living in those days where you would literally get up in the middle of the night. Go outside. Go outside or poop in your bucket and throw it out the window the next day. Right, yeah, that's gross. Yes. I mean, at least if you poop in your bucket, you don't have to leave the house. (laughs) That's true. You don't have to go outside to the Outback Steakhouse to poop. Exactly. Yeah, no, I imagine, like, in the dead of winter, it's not very nice trekking out there to go... Oh, gosh, that would be really bad. Go poop. They would wear their mink coats. Mm-hmm. Or their Put on their Ugg boots. Put on their Ugg boots and get get out there and take a... Drop a deuce. You know what? Drop yeah. a dookie. Um, and I guess I've had a... I've had a weird relationship with pooping. You have? Well, I don't know. I'm very private about my poops. But I feel like it's more of a personal choice. It may be from you know, social, I don't know, like the social aspect. Yeah, like Like, being influenced by... Yeah, being made think that pooping should be... Which is weird, because I'm the only one who's like that in my family. My family openly poops. Right. But before we get into that, just a little more history info on pooping. Um, So King Henry VIII, that bastard, Uh who beheaded... Shoot, who was it? He beheaded somebody. Didn't he behead a lot of people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of his wives? Was <laughs> that the yes. same one? Yes. Okay. There was a specific wife who gave him... Oh, no, maybe that wasn't it. Fuck. See, I I'm, I'm drawing from the other Boleyn sister. Who knows if that's historically accurate. <laughs> but anyways, King Henry VIII had a groom of the stool. Um, I'm pulling this from historybuff.com. Um... So, the groom of the stool would literally stand in his latrine or where his 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 toilet, basically, with mm-hmm. him um, while he was pooping. And after he's done pooping, he would wipe his butt for him. So, King Henry Ooh. VIII... I'm sorry, I'm drooling. You're fine. He did not wipe his own butt. He had a groom of the stool to wipe, to, to wipe his butt. Oh. oh. Yeah. With toilet paper? Um... Let me Does see. It say? Because I was reading an article about how brand new toilet paper was. Oh, is it really? I, I don't know. I didn't look into it a lot because I knew you were doing history. Okay, okay. No, no. And actually, in this article that I was reading previously, they had mentioned something about a sponge. Oh, okay. So I don't okay. know if they wipe their butts with sponges. I don't know. Maybe they didn't wipe their butts at all. At all? It was just so gross back then. Ew. They didn't brush their teeth. They didn't wipe their butts. They didn't... Even clean the crusties out of their <laughs> eye sockets. They left those because <laughs> leaving the kept... eye crusties was a sign of nobility. Because you got to sleep or what? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Did you make that <laughs> up? Because you got a good night's sleep. Or is that fact? No, this is fact. Really? No. <laughs> I mean, I could see it. There is weird shit like that about how if... I don't your know. Your forehead's like, really high. You're yeah. really smart. Yeah. Or, I mean, I know for a while there, wasn't it, if you were, like, a bigger person, that was really amazing and awesome because right, that meant you was. got to eat. Exactly. Because you yeah. got to eat more fattening foods. Like, right. What's that disgusting faux de gras? Oh, the duck. Yeah, the stuffed duck. Frogwa or... Frogwa? It's not frogwa, but it's fog, fogwa. I can't say it. Foie gras. Something like I that, don't yeah. Know. Some shit like that. <laughs> no, that, that really is, but... Okay, see, so you're... 
iBoogers statement was not <laughs> that out there for me. <laughs> Yeah, it could be considered... I, I assume they didn't sleep very well because they were sleeping on straw? <laughs> Probably, yeah. No, I think they really were. Back yeah. in the medieval ages, they would sleep on straw. I don't think they so, have, like, box spring mattresses. <laughs> See, somebody's going to be... that. Our one listener is going to listen and be, like, a history buff and oh, say... Yeah. You, you guys so don't stupid. know anything. Okay, well, anyways. So that's another... Interesting little fact. Hello, um, all of the dogs. Another thing is that... Let me see what other information. I think it's South Dakota. Google's... Their highest Google hit... Is that what it is? Yeah, I think is, so. Is why is my poop green? In South Dakota, what In are South they Dakota? eating? I don't know. South Dakota. Hey. You guys are chatty? Oh, quit. <laughs> we a have, party. We have three dogs in one room. Okay, no bites. No more. You guys are fine. Yeah. That's, 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 that's your history That's of my poops. history of poops. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, so I, um, I don't have a smooth transit. Transition. I'm transition. Just gonna, a transition. <laughs> I'm just gonna go right into what I I was looking up, um, and that was just general feelings about poop and yeah, general feelings about poop. Um, <laughs> and that was um, that a lot of people don't like to talk about poops in their like romantic relationships. Yes. Uh, even though I read. I can't remember actually where I read this. A lot of these were not like scholarly articles, so take this no, as you will. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but they that talking about poop with another person makes you more comfortable with them. Yes. But only in like a, a BFF way, like oh. friendly way, not in an intimate, like romantic way. Oh. Uh, so I thought that was kind of, kind of funny that even though it with makes your- you closer. It's like Closer not with your BFF. Yeah, that's true though. That's that's how you know you've reached that hallmark point of friendship where you're yeah. like, this bitch is in it for the ride or die. You know, because yeah. you talk about your poop, you you openly say, "Listen, friend, <laughs> I have to poop." Yeah. Or if you get, alternatively, if you get diarrhea in the Barnes and Noble, your friend is there to support that. You know, yeah. they're not gonna fucking. Right, yeah. No, how terrible would that be if you are not at, at that kind of a, at that level with your friends? Because friend? then you have to be sneaky about it. Then you have <sighs> to be like... <laughs> or you could just be open and be like, dude, I gotta go to the bathroom. Dude, I have to drop a major fucking shit right now. <laughs> I'll see you later. Meet you in the graphic novels. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I thought that was, that was kind of interesting. Yes. But then also... Kind of to go from that is that it's such an issue, mm-hmm. or I guess issues fine. Um, that girls There's poop a stigma. A stigma, yeah, about girls pooping yes. and why boys are allowed to be gross and nasty, fart all over, make stinky poops, but <laughs> g- girls don't poop at all. Right, and. I- it pisses me off, honestly. Because <laughs> I do poop. Yeah. We all poop. We all poop. There's oh. a book, I think, that says we all poop. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. And I guess we all just forget about it when we grow up a little bit. Yeah. It's... 
I think it's at the worst too when you're in high school. Yeah. Because I feel like everything's the worst. I know. Once you're a grown ass woman, you've grown into your voluptuous self. You're like, this is me. Take it or leave it. Mm hmm. Yes. Then you're a little more comfortable with your poops. But I don't know because I've been in such a long term relationship that Mm. I don't know if it'd be different if I. Probably. Like if you started dating someone brand new today and you're. How do you talk about dropping a deuce? I don't know. Like, I feel like you probably have to either just go for it initially or it's going to be a thing that keeps getting put off. Yeah. For, (laughs) I don't know, or maybe you hit, because I have the same problem. I don't know what to do. But maybe you would hit a point where you just feel comfortable enough to talk about you, you know think, it's like, time. Now people are more open about that than before. Because this whole okay, this whole stigma around women being clean creatures, mm-hmm. pristine, having their eyebrows on fleek. Is that still something? I don't know. Uh, it might be a little outdated, I don't know. When I think of all of this stuff, I just think of the nineteen fifties. The right. white picket fence. Dad goes to work, mom is stay-at-home homemaker, everything's pristine, Mm -hmm. she's not in the middle of a complete fucking PTSD meltdown breakdown, everything is fine, (laughs) behind her tight lip smile, Um, (laughs) it kind of brings me back to that, so it comes down to a patriarchy issue, you know, men have that... (laughs) That privilege, you know, right, of course. and have that privilege to be open about this stuff. And maybe there's some guys out there, you know, that aren't, don't feel comfortable talking about their poops that aren't, don't feel like it's okay. But I think the general idea is that men poop, but girls don't. Yeah. We don't have normal bodily functions. We're just amazing <laughs> mythical creatures. We're just amazing. Um, but that is funny that you referenced like this all stemming from like a like a 1950s mm-hmm. mom because and mom I guess I don't know wife whatever mm-hmm. um because I read somehow I was researching this and it led me to an ad from the 20s and it oh. was this is totally unrelated to poop but it wasn't a poop article so but still it's yeah we're here mm-hmm. um and it was about um palm olive soap and the oh. the like headline for this advertisement was would your husband marry you again? And it was like, <laughs> it was an ad for... You said that too sweet, though. Would your husband marry you again? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <what I> hear. <laughs> because um, the soap was trying to apparently make you look younger and cleaner and more put together. And oh. I don't know why it like stirred me up so much but it made me so <laughs> mad because that's how so many of those ads were like yeah, a lot of that adver- advertisements yeah about just being like a perfect wife right like right. you know all those vacuum advertisements yes, like yes. get this for your wife for christmas yes which this is going to be a recurring theme because um we think back to things like like domestic violence, for instance. Mm-hmm. There were ads in the 1930s, 1940s, 1950s, I'm not sure, where um, I think there was this guy and he's like, bend her over and spank her or something like that. It was something related to that. But it's basically promoting violence against women. And there's a lot of ads like that where it promotes promotes violence against women. And it's okay because we live in this patriarchal society where violence against women is... 
I mean, now nowadays it's better, but back then, like, someone yeah. would beat their wife, it wouldn't be reported to police officers, you know? I'm so glad and we're not. <laughs> and it, it comes back to pooping, you know? Like, we, we treat women like they need to be perfect for their husbands, perfect yeah. for their counterpart, basically. Correct, yeah. And it's Which, yeah, so that was, I don't know, sorry to take it there, but I just... No. I don't know, I can't remember why the article linked that ad specifically. Maybe because it was, oh, it was showing, um, there was an ad recently that was all over the place for Poopourri. Oh, Poopourri. Yeah, which I own. Oh, you do? <laughs> I do Look own. at you. But not because of this ad. Uh-huh. But it, it was it was basically a woman shown in all of these <laughs> Gold. Um, situations, in, in like public situations, yeah. pooping. Oh. Well, she they didn't, like, go into it, but she was, like, in a stall or in her boyfriend's bathroom or mm-hmm. whatever. And it was um, her basically saying, like, no one will ever know because I've got my poopery. And it oh. was... But why did they have to make it like that? Like, a woman... Oh, you're right. Like, why couldn't they have just advertised, so like, just... here, your shit won't stink? Like, <laughs> for anybody. But it had right. to be a woman, like... Yes. I think I know which one you're talking about. Um, she has red hair. She's in like a blue dress. A blue 1950s dress. Yes, correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it went right back there. Which makes me kind of mad because I didn't really realize that and I liked the pooperies and I like. Mm-hmm. But if, why do you have to advertise it like yeah. that? Like just shit stinks. Yeah. Nobody likes that stinks, so let's cover it up. Right. But not cover it up because we're ashamed, just cover it up because it stinks and it's an unpleasant smell. Right, exactly. So. Yeah, I don't know. So. There was that, but then it was also, I was looking about, this is all about how women are so forced into thinking that we're not supposed to poop. Yes. Um, and there was a study, I think this was from a Huffington Post article, maybe from like Canada, mm-hmm. um, and it said that 71% in a study they did, 71% of women go to great lengths to avoid defecating in public. Like mm-hmm. 71% of women won't go to the bathroom. Yes. If they're in public. Mm -hmm. And then I thought this was just funny um, that in Japan, there's a product called a sound princess that (laughs) they can play while they're going to the bathroom that will mimic a flushing sound to cover up any (laughs) any noises that may be happening while you're going number two. Any socially unacceptable noises. Right. So these are like, I mean, these are pretty... Like, if you have to go, why would you not just go to the bathroom? Like, yeah. everybody has to do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So then that made me wonder, like, what does holding in, holding in your poops do? Because, I mean, if you're not comfortable going to the bathroom somewhere, that could get... Really uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, for yes. sure. But then I was like, I wonder if that's really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And so then I looked it up, and turns out it's not as unhealthy as I would have thought. Oh. Um, but it can... I mean, you can get constipated relatively quickly like it doesn't take I think it was like 12 hours before you're like Mm -hmm. it's really starting to get impacted and you (laughs) might (laughs) you're gonna have an uncomfortable Mm. bowel movement for sure which reminds me am I interrupting you no reminds me I saw an article on Facebook I think I see everything on Facebook Uh uh-huh maybe a month ago so I'm not remembering this right but this guy had like a was it like a 50 pound impacted bowel <gasps> and there is a picture of the doctors holding up his no. intestine where the big ch- 
chunk of shit was that? Like, it was just a big chunk of 50-pound shit. He had not shit this whole time. And... <gasps> how long? I don't know. I don't... I can't remember okay. how long. It'd been, like, two, three months. Why? But humans, we poop a lot. I mean, we create a lot. Of, we eat a lot. So we yeah. create a lot of poop. But I, I can't remember why he wasn't pooping or if he just couldn't poop or... But he had this massively impacted bowel. And the thing is, impacted bowels are extremely dangerous because it can yeah. lead to sepsis. Because yeah. basically, you're just holding in all that. Because poop is just bacteria. Yeah, it's yeah. Bacteria and the shit your body just can't suck in, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he had this huge impacted bowel and they had to remove this huge chunk of shit. He had to, like, go to the doctor and get it... Surgically removed. Surgically removed. Yeah. Which sounds... That just sounds <laughs> not fun. Do you think he did... Did he do it on purpose? I don't know. I wish I would... I just kind of... It, it was one of those things I was skimming through. And it was like on Fox 11 at LA. And we were like, <laughs> man, hasn't shit in a fucking while. <laughs> Look at this big clump of shit in his intestines. They showed and it on then, the news. Well, on one of those articles. Like, oh, okay. Because those articles, I mean, they're just to grab your attention, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they have that big... Or they have the, the headline and then a picture, and that's what it was, a picture, and then the doctors in the OR. Is that what they are? Yeah. They're called um, theaters in uh, England. Theaters? Yeah, the, they're called theaters. The, the operating the room? Operating room. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They're called theaters. Um, but anyways... It, they were holding the big part of the intestine with the big clump of shit. So they had to take out his whole intestine? Or did they take out just I think the they poop? Just, I think they just lifted the intestine and they were like, <gasps> Got it. And they like incised it and scooped the poop Scooped it right out. Scoop the poop. Scoop, scoop <laughs> the poop. And no. Yeah, so that was probably pretty... So he was probably sleeping when they took that picture. Oh, he was out. I mean, so he that's really out. funny to think Unless about. Unless it was like a C-section, he was delivering his fifty-pound piece of shit. You stay awake during a C-section? Yeah, they do. yes, they keep you awake. They just numb your lower half, and then Mm-mm. and it's weird because who told me this? Who told me this? Someone just told me that when they do a C-section, they take out all of your intestines, put it in those like it's surgical like... plates. Yeah, they're just like boop boop, and then <sighs> they take little. Charlie out, mm-hmm. and then they're like, there's your 10-pound piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, basically. Here's your child covered in goop, and they put it on the mom's chest while they stuff everything back in and sew it back up. Yeah. I don't know why I never once thought about that, but I guess that... And so they just sew her up, everything's happening, and you're just like... Yes, you're just there holding this infant child that's interesting yeah i never knew that they scooped the intestines out and oh, that yeah. might not be right but somebody who just somebody told me okay well i mean like, work. i don't know it's fine to believe that then yeah because i don't think they could just move that shit around I no that's a lot and it's right in the way it. yeah so that makes I sense no it makes me nauseous thinking about but that does relate back to poop even more because when you give birth mm-hmm. you give poop i remember you poop on the table yeah yes. i remember your sister told me that we were very young yes and she she was the person i learned that from that the you poop when poop. you have a baby poop on the table and i remember being like oh that is so gross how embarrassing yes because you're because in uh, most times your partner is in the room with you the They're person you who poop. either helped create this baby or was their support mm-hmm. throughout 
and they watch the poop just and like to me like I see little <laughs> torpedo poops yeah yeah, yeah like, like they're flying <laughs> they're not just like kind of like so, like in what's a Star Wars movie Revenge of the Sith like just <laughs> but I guess the doctor's really good at like the poop comes out and then they take those little like cloth things and then just cover it really quickly and throw it to the side and then a nurse carries your poop to the trash and okay well that's good yeah but does that mean then so do you not you don't poop when you have a c-section no you don't poop when you have a c-section because, because you're, you're not pushing you're not pushing yeah yeah weird some, some people take not enemas what are they called are they enemas no the little pills you put up your rectum and then it helps you poop before they give birth which i, I would think, think is dangerous because yeah. wouldn't that like induce birth but i don't know, I don't know. well and oh fuck i don't know i don't know anything i can't <laughs> i can't go into that because i would sound like an idiot because i don't know anything but we're just speculating right it should be called the speculation podcast yeah that's all this is mm-hmm. um that's nuts i can't that guy, that guy birthed a poop bigger than most babies. <laughs> okay, no, that poop was the size of my like eight-year-old knees. So <laughs> it's so disgusting. Did he get to having it? having a poop that's fifty pounds is a sign of nobility? Oh <laughs> God. Yep. I don't know if he got to keep his fifty-pound poop in like a, a jar. jar. The one time my poop backed up for. Months. Oh no! I wonder how much poop you actually poop in one day. I mean, I guess it it depends. Yeah. So what can we do to end this poop stigma? Yeah. I think this right here, I think, is a big thing. Talking about it, making it a non-issue. How many times do you think we've said poop in this one? A couple. (laughs) (laughs) Once or twice, maybe. You know. (laughs) What? I, th- I think that's good is to get the word out that pooping is natural. Yeah. Pooping is healthy. We all poop, men and women alike. Indeed. In this patriarchal society, which slowly but surely, women are on the up and up. Mm-hmm. We're coming up Millhouse. God, goddamn time. So. Out goddamn time. God, I can't get it out. <laughs> See, and I did that thing because we don't have those oh. covers for a microphone and I went. Ooh, that's going to sound good. That's going to sound bad. It's going to sound like a silent part. <laughs> well, that's <in> okay. <laughs> a packed movie theater. But, oh, sh- <clears throat> what can we do to end this? I think we just need to have open conversations. Yeah. You take that shorty out for a first date, and you the first thing you do, you order your chicken salad like a, a lady. Like a lady. Like a stigmatized lady, and you say, listen, I'm going to eat this chicken salad, and most likely in a couple hours, I'm going to shit it right back out. Yeah. Take it or leave it. They might leave it, but they might take it. I'm too comfortable with Cody now. I mean, after that long, like, it's hard not to be. But, okay, tell me a personal poop story. I wasn't prepared. I know we had just talked about one before this, and now I can't remember it. Well, with me, okay, regarding poops and stigmas and being a lady, when I first started dating Cody, I would get nervous. And he would get nervous, too. He told me this. And I would get the bubbly guts, so I'd mm-hmm. get the rah, 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 rah. Yep. And it was embarrassing, and it would get to a point that I'd get so nervous, I'd have to poop. Like, I'd be, I'd be... Oh, I get that. I'd be peeking turtle, you know? Like, it would just what be there. Prairie dog in it. Prairie dog in it. Like, it was there at the end, and I'm like, this really sucks, because I really have to poop, <laughs> you know? I get that whenever I'm nervous for anything. Yeah. And so, 
it was hard because I'm like, I can't poop in my boyfriend's house. That is embarrassing. And the mm-hmm. thing is, I'm, I'm the type of pooper that I'm going to take a two-hour poop. I'm going to poop until You're my legs really go numb. You really enjoy that pooping time. I really do. It's my me. It's me time. <laughs> pee time is me time. Oh, no, but not like urine pee. Oh, either. you were like the initial pee. <laughs> the initial pee. <laughs> for poop. Pee for poop. Pee for poop. <laughs> pee time is me time. Yeah. And so that that was hard because I, I definitely experienced that stigma firsthand. And I don't, I wouldn't poop at work. I can't poop at work. No. And it, see, even now talking about it, you'd think we were like, we're cool with poops. Like, no yeah. biggie. But mm-hmm. yeah, my workplace is small. There's like yeah. three of us on a good day. Oh, shoot. And um, we work desk right next to bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. There's no hiding it, so I better go before, and if I don't, it's going to be a long, miserable day. Yeah. And I'm going to start impacting it, and, you know, who knows how long it's going to take before I'm constipated. (laughs) And then you're going to deliver my niece. (laughs) And I'm going to (laughs) deliver one of the nieces. One of the nieces. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... I don't know. But I also actually did want to bring up one more thing, Mm -hmm. and that's squatty potties. Oh, yes. Do you own one? I No, I don't own a squatty potty. Oh, okay. So I wanted to own a squatty potty, but then I just bought a stool at Bed Bath & Beyond, and I used it as my squatty potty. Just one stool? Just one stool. And it just props up your legs in front of you? Yeah, it just, it just brings up my knees high enough where I feel like my pooping angle is better. Like, it's... Yeah. My guts are in a weird... It's like... Going back to delivering, right. which is so stupid. Doctors have us on our backs mm-hmm. when we're delivering babies, and that's just not very intuitive. It works for the doctor because it gives them a clear shot of what's going on. Yeah. But, I mean, clearly we're meant to give birth the same way we poop, poop just yeah. squatting. But yeah, I remember seeing that. And lately, especially, here's my poop story. This last yes. week, I've had some... <laughs> Potty problems, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> my tummy is hurt all week. And yeah. I was... I don't think it's because I held it in too much because I just couldn't go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never had the chance. But um, I was thinking the whole time, like, I wish I had a squatty potty because that's yes. how you're supposed to poop. I remember mm-hmm. reading an article. No, no. I was in a yoga class. Oh, really? I was in a yoga class. And that's where when they, they do the yoga squat... Yeah. Which is, like, how you're supposed... I cannot do it for the life of me. I fall over. Oh, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and he kept mentioning the squatty potty and how it's so natural to poop that way and the way we've set ourselves up. Look at your yogi teacher. He was a lot, though. I probably wouldn't go back to him. Oh, really? So he's too, too. He was too much. Um, Not because of the poop. Like, just for multiple other reasons. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But... So I kept thinking how I needed... A squatty potty, so now maybe I'll just go buy a stool because I felt like it would have solved all my problems last week. I think so. It, I guess it angles you in a way to have that maximum poop experience. Right. Like I feel like when you're not sitting at the right angle, you don't even get all your poops out. Probably not, yeah. So then they're just lingering in your intestines, like waiting, I don't know, waiting for a better their, poop Their chance. Yeah. For their chance to make, make it or break it. <laughs> Those poops have high hopes and dreams. 
Yeah, I, I highly recommend the squatty potty bed. Okay, I'm gonna have to look into that, or just a stool for that matter. Then yeah, apparently, you just I think that stool cost me like ten bucks. And squatty potties are kind of expensive. I think it's because they're, they're a gimmick. Like, like yes, they're like the poopery. Correct. Yeah. Except where their commercials are not. They're cooler. Oh, they're not targeted just no. for women to cover up their poop smell? I don't think so. Well, I can't quite remember. I think it's like a unicorn pooping. Oh. So it includes everybody. It's Everyone. all inclusive. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's all exclusive since they're... It's only a unicorn? Unicorn, yeah. Humans can't use that shit. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you have a funny poop story? Probably, but Speaking I wasn't of, my guts are grumbly after this Taco Bell. Like, I don't know if you can hear it. It's pretty loud. I can't hear it. Oh, okay. Well, but I know that feeling. I had it a lot. Yeah. <sighs> this week. This week. Um, yeah, this is perfect timing for this. I know. Do I have a funny poop story? I'm trying to think. Lots of funny poop things happen. Well, Cam this morning Yeah. really stunk up the bathroom. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and expose him for... Oh, his poops. He's fine. He's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That boy talks about poop more than anyone I know, which is not good for a romantic relationship. We are only bonding in a BFF manner. Exactly. So there's that. We'll never get past that. Is that scientific fact, though? No, I read it on one of those websites. (laughs) On Cosmo? No, it wasn't Cosmo. I hate Cosmo. I did not go to a Cosmo or a Glamour or any of those dumb magazines, but... It probably wasn't too far off, honestly. Cosmo gives bad fucking advice. <sighs> Remember and when we used to read that? Yes, and, be and like, that's what Look I was at us, We're so grown. Cosmo is giving bad fucking advice to thirteen-year-old girls. Yeah, and like backwards sort of. I haven't read a Cosmo magazine since I was basically thirteen, but back then, just the just the fucking things that were in it. I'm just like, this is not how you do sex. The one thing I remember is how to give blowjobs, and it was like, a cool way to give a blowjob is to hold a popsicle over your partner's penis and put your mouth over the penis and the popsicle, you like how I'm about to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please demonstrate. your penis on the popsicle. I mean, not your penis on the popsicle. (laughs) Your penis. No, but literally, put your boyfriend's penis next to the popsicle and then give both the popsicle and the penis a blowjob. That seems miserable for both parties. That's what I thought, but they were like, it feels, it's a cooling sensation for your partner and also a delicious treat for your mouth. Way to be tricky. (laughs) Ew, ew, ew. I think... Sounds like a sticky fucking mess. Yeah, that sounds not that fun. Also, like, um, I think Cosmo has an article about giving the bless, the blessed. The blessed? (laughs) The blessed boat. God! The blessed blowjob. Even though it was initially supposed to be the best blowjob. Blessed. <laughs> and it came out wrong. It's like I, an Easter blowjob? I can't talk. No, it was never supposed to be blessed. <laughs> it was just supposed to be best. <laughs> what the fuck? I got so confusing so fast. Yes. Rewind. Cosmo has an article about giving the best blowjob <laughs> every issue. Is what it is. Like, how many Are different... You? It seems like it. Every time I, I see know. it, it's like, give the best blowjob. Yes. And yes. so, how many... They have to think up shit like that to have one every issue. Yeah. And it's not just one. It's usually multiples. Yes. So, how do they... 
how do they think of all these different fucking things? They're like, what is the wildest and craziest thing you could do that people might believe? Okay, but you know what I did like from Cosmo when we were 13? Were like the ghost stories at the end. Do you remember those? I think so, yeah. They were like creepy ghost stories that happened to me. Or was that Seventeen Magazine? I don't know. They both had like little stories. See, Seventeen Magazine is a pro pro for our age group. How did we have so much access to that? To Cosmo, we thought we were so cool. 13, how old is that? Was that like 8th grade? Like 2008? I don't know. I'm going to expose our age. We're 24. 24. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, but you're too young to be thinking that that's what you're supposed to be doing. It's probably really intimidating. Well, that's how it is these days, is that these 13-year-old girls are thinking about not poo-poo. They're thinking about their (laughs) boo-boos. Their (laughs) boo-boos. Blowing their boo-boos. Which with is a popsicle. Which is terrible because, I mean, we were reading that stuff at that age, but I don't think any of us were acting out on no. it. No. We were we barely, were, <laughs> we barely started making out. Like, that's how it well, should be. Yeah, I agree. I think. Oh, my God. But it's also not bad if you choose to do it earlier as long as you're informed. Yes. Which those were not actually informing you of anything. No. They weren't informing you of the risk of STDs, how to properly use condoms, which I don't know if that's how it is these days, but ladies, it's tough out there. So educate yourself the best you can. Mm -hmm. If you're a... No, I don't want to talk to 13-year-old girls. (laughs) That's our target audience. (laughs) That's our target audience. 13-year-old girls come listen about poop. Yes, no, I'm, it's going to be Process. 13-year-old boys listening about fucking poop. <laughs> that's that's what they like to talk about, right? Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Probably not anymore. But yeah, everyone's growing up a little too fast. Everyone's growing up way too fast. But, and let me think. Okay, th- th- this kind of went off on it did. But, but that's, that's okay. okay. That's okay, right? Yes. Hopefully everyone likes our ramblings and it's not too, too. But, um... And I wanted, I, I wanted, I, I should have thought of this before, a funny poop story. I know, I feel... I don't, I don't think I have... I mean, I'll think of it on an episode regarding something completely yeah. unrelated. Like, <laughs> I don't know, just something completely either. unrelated. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I... One time... Okay, you know that, um, what's the fucking movie called? Hint. Is that the paletero? Yeah. Oh my god. You gonna go get one? No, I can't. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> mean Girls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, and then Gretchen Wieners is up there saying like, one time she had she got diarrhea at Barnes and Nobles, and I laughed at you, and I'm sorry. No, it wasn't Gretchen Wieners. It was the other girl who could tell the weather from her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. One time, I really did get diarrhea at Barnes and Nobles, but Cody did too. It was like a double whammy <gasps> diarrhea. Uh-oh. We just all of a sudden, I don't know if it was my high pants or... Did you he... don't do well in no, high pants. No, I don't do well in high pants. That's why I'd rather have the pants that like show my butt crack because the high pants push on my stomach and give me the diarrhea. I like having the high pants because they suck it like all in. Yes. Like you don't be get wonderful. a little muffin top. You don't get... You, it's just like... I don't know when there. I started... He's so close. I don't know when I started getting this intestinal discomfort from high pants. I can, like, eat... The thing is, like, I can eat smaller meals with high pants, but if I'm going to have a fucking four-course meal at the local Olive Garden... (laughs) Right? I'm going to shit my pants. Like, it's just... 
straightforward. But yeah, so, and we were at the midnight release of um, Harry Potter and the the Church Child. Yeah. The Churching Child. The Cursed Child. And we had gotten tickets and everything, and I was like, I'm going to get this fucking book. It's going to be great. This is the midnight release. There were a lot of Potterheads there. Uh I'm sorry for the drool because I'm talking so much. (laughs) And I was excited. We had gone to Yard House before, and I had, and when I go to Yard House, I get a specific thing. But this time, because I always get those guardian um, chicken tenders and the fries. Oh, yeah. With the so honey good. mustard? Yes, because they're mm-hmm. so good. And But this time I tried this, like, pad thai thing, which I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. Like, I don't know why I thought at Yard House. <laughs> Felix, they're thirsty. Go thirsty outside. Go away. <laughs> um, I don't know why at Yard House, of all places, I was going to get fucking pad thai, but I... I did it anyways, and Cody, I can't remember what he had, but we both got sick, and we didn't get to stay for the midnight release. We had to go home and... Because you wore high pants and got pad thai? I got... Yes, I wore high pants, we got an appetizer, I can't remember what it was, and I got pad thai. Worst decision ever. And then I got the runny cuckus. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Well, yuck. Yeah, I... Yeah, I feel like most times when I drink, I feel like I'm getting pretty sick, but it doesn't ever actually turn out that way. Yeah. Except for when it, we drank that cider one time. You've got... Oh, that's right. Yeah. You can tell that story. Unless you don't want to share. Yeah, no, no, no. That's... We... A friend and I went to a, like, little craft fair, and they were selling gross beer, really hard alcohol drinks that just didn't seem appropriate for a 90-degree afternoon. Oh. Um, That's just a mix for yeah. Disaster. Or there was one cider, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Well, duh, we'll get the cider. That sounds refreshing and awesome." <laughs> and so we got one, and we drank it, and we had a blast. Then we got another, and we drank it, and we were still feeling okay. And then we got a third one. Oh god! And we were drinking it, and halfway through, we both kind of like looked at each other, <laughs> and we're like, "We're not feeling so good. Maybe a little gassy." And I'm like, "Yeah, definitely." <laughs> and then. Very quickly, it turned from gassy to, like, severe pain. Yeah. And we still tried to go eat after that. Yes. There was no seating at this place. And so we got to sit at the... They have, like, a little couch and chair. You guys are brave because when I got a... When I got gas... I got to go. Like... I didn't drive there. Oh, I see. And... We were planning on hanging out for a little bit after that, and so I was like, well, we'll push through. Like, I can usually get over it, because I get, whenever I drink anything carbonated, my stomach hurts and I feel gassy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it never got better. I tried to eat a, a fake buffalo chicken wrap, oh, gosh. and I got halfway through, and I'm like, I, it's seriously all like a blurry fog because it was <laughs> such, so painful I was like I can't do this we we drove back to her house I got a lift ride home which was actually very pleasant because this is nuts I can't believe I never told you about this oh my perfect time yeah everyone wants to hear it um <laughs> it was a guy who roomed in college with a kid we went to school with what yes really uh-huh, I'll have to tell oh you gosh. names later but yeah. um it was how random. He was so nice. Oh. We talked about gardening. Yes. Because he went to Italy and is like a landscaper when he's not lift driving. That is so cool. And so that was really All amazing. All while you have the bubbly guy. Yeah, I'm like sitting in the back trying not to like shit all over. But I'm like, <laughs> you are such a pleasant person. 
so I got home and I went straight to the bathroom. Yeah. And it was sweet relief. That's awesome. I'm yeah. glad you got that great conversation piece before, though. Before it's true. The calm before the storm. That was it, yeah. Gosh. Well. Yeah, we've, uh, we've strayed, but... <laughs> I mean, I'm done. I talked about that's, all my points. That's, you got the history down. That's all the gecka we have for you guys. But <laughs> just remember, the next time you get the grumbly rumblies and you gotta go, even if it's in the public restroom, you let that rip. Because if me and Courtney are in that restroom with you, we're gonna cheer you on, babe. Like oh, we're yeah. gonna tell you you're doing fine. If you need someone to hand you toilet paper, we'll be there for you. Anytime. We'll swoop in like fucking Wonder Woman and be like, here's your toilet paper. <laughs> You let that poop go. Anytime I hear someone fart in the bathroom, I don't laugh. I get a sense of relief. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're, you're one of those. Yeah. You are perpetuating the idea that it's fine to let that shit go. Yeah. Wow. That's really kind of an amazing sentiment on so many levels. <laughs> Thank you. Let that shit go. Well, that's our stigma podcast for today. Stigma regarding poop. Um, mm-hmm. If you have any funny poop stories that you want to share with us, we can share it on our next podcast or whenever we do our next recording. Yeah. We would love to hear your funny poop stories or um, your stories regarding when you realize pooping is fine and natural or yeah. even stories about how you've been um, personally victimized by <laughs> the stigma regarding poop. So yeah. um, send it to us at the or two not at I'm sorry, right that's two. confusing to the stigma podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com at gmail.com that's it okay is that how do you spell it t-h-e-s-t-i-g-m-a podcast <laughs> it's from at gmail.com at gmail.com all right guys thanks see you later you up in boom, 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 bo